Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. I'm sure many of you listening will remember the terrible floods uh, that affected places like Kings Island, especially in 2014. I didn't know until my, my daughter-in-law came up the stairs and told me. So I looked out the window and when I did, it was the same as the river. Mm-hmm. High up above my gates and uh, mm-hmm. The fridge was down the ground, swimming through the water. All the stuff that was inside his weekend's shop and everything that was in it was all gone through the water. Oh, do you know? I don't know. The family home. I never, I never seen nothing like it. It reminded me of, as if the, the world was coming to an end. Scared because I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old that I had to get out in a boat first this morning when I woke up. So there's actually some cows floating down in the estate. John Gilligan, the council, his cow was actually floating, and there's more cows and there's elderly people and there's sandbags to be known. No, no one has given us sandbags or nothing to protect the houses, like so. We came in board, back end front, so we're, we're, we're ghost. Floors, carpets, coaches, everything. Very bad down. I'm down at the very end of Samaris Park now. It's not too bad. It came in under the car uh, sometime this morning, but it's gone down now as far as this edge this day. But there's other houses there that are so bad. My sister and I had to be boarded out of it this morning. It's so bad down there. Right, voices from 2014. Residents of St Mary's Park, Lee Estate, Assumpta Park and at Lunkard Street saw their homes destroyed in Limerick City due to flooding on the banks of the Shannon. And uh, there's been a big push since then for flood relief to ensure that something uh, on that scale doesn't happen again. And a multi-million euro project to do that has now got the green light. On board, Planola announced its decision to allow the Kings Island Flood Relief Project to go to construction. And Limerick Finnegale TD and Minister of State with responsibility for the Office of Public Works, uh, highly relevant in this case, Patrick O'Donovan is on the line. Good morning to you, Minister. Morning, Joel. So this sounds like a significant advance. We're not there yet, but we're a step closer. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a huge advance because it's it's the it's the approval for planning. Uh, so it's a, it's a massive advance, and um, you know you hear the voices of the people there. Unfortunately, I'm hearing an awful lot of it all over the country. It's not only Kings Island and and um, low lying parts of Limerick City. I'm I'm hearing it uh, all too frequently, and you know the Office of Public Works uh, to their credit. Um, even in the publication of our strategy there recently, we have um, what you have there, a victims-based approach. Um, and our, our focus is the people like what you've just um, aired there, uh, the victims of, of flooding. We want to, over the next number of years, try and make sure that as many houses in the likes of um, uh, Kings Island, uh, St Mary's Park, um, you know, all of the areas, the old part of Limerick City, the low-lying parts of the city that have been affected, the back of the Absolute Hotel, all of that area down around Merchant's Quay, uh, the, the places that would be so familiar to your programme that have unfortunately been flooded so many times um, that that now is able to um, see a, a date when we will be able to go in uh, and commence construction. So yesterday, uh, giving um, approval for, for planning permission in principle is a massive step forward because this is a huge project. It's been funded by the Office of Public Works um, and it will be a, a big investment into the core of Limerick City 
um, you know, upwards of, of um, almost 30 million euros. So it's, it's a big investment by the government through, through the OPW and it's something that I'm very keen to drive forward. And when are people likely to see work on the ground? Well, as I say, yesterday is a big step. Uh, we can't do anything. You know, we're, and I keep saying to communities like this, we're, we're like anybody trying to build a house. We have to get permission. Uh, and people often look to the OPW in, in, in a time of, of flooding, in a time of crisis. And we are the very same as somebody trying to build a house. We have to go for permission. Uh, sometimes we get objected to. Uh, sometimes people appeal against decisions that are given against us um, and given for us. Um, so, uh, you know, we have to go through a whole pile of rigorous um, decisions, uh, processes and everything else. Um, and at the end of all of that, then uh, we have to go out to, to tender with, uh, you know, to, for people that will help us to actually construct. So we hope to have uh, in the, within the first three months of 2022, uh, which is not that long away, uh, construction commenced. Um, so, you know, it, has, it hasn't been, and I know for the people listening to this, um, they will say, you know, the process in Limerick has taken a huge amount of time. And it has. Uh, and trust me, I understand this better than anybody because I'm the minister with responsibility for it. But I'm dealing with a community in Cork City as well, for instance, who are waiting 14 years because of objections and appeals and everything else. And it is horrific uh, for victims of flooding um, to have a situation where there's sewerage and effluent and excrement. And I've said it to you before, Joe, on, on your programme, you know, you, you mentioned previously in, before you started talking about Kings Island there about um, uh, COVID uh, and the fear of getting it. You can imagine having that fear all the time in a low-lying part of Limerick City wanting to know what's the weather forecast like at the moment, what's the wind like, what's the discharge like of Arden Crusher, is there likely to be a flood at the moment, and living with that constant fear. And then maybe have somebody who's not at risk of flooding at all come on and lodge an objection. Um, and this is the process that the OPW finds itself in the middle of. Uh, and our motive and our sole motive is to protect people, property, and most of all, life. Uh, and that's right. the basis on which we're, bo- we're, we're so, working. So, Minister, I mean, what will change in the area visually? What can listeners expect? Well, what they can expect from us is, uh, you know, they've, they've gone through a huge amount of public consultation in conjunction with the council. Um, so ultimately what they will expect is, and a lot of it has already been, uh, I suppose, gone through in, in detail design, um, to both face-to-face with the Office of Public Works staff. And we have staff assigned from our own agency to Limerick City and County Council, and they will have spoken directly to the residents. So the residents will have gotten some sort of visual impressions, um, you know, artist impressions and things like that. So they will have seen some sort of um, designs already. But, um, you know, it will involve embankments, it will involve walls, but it will also involve, um, you know, um, some what you can call almost natural defences. But we're dealing with a very low-lying part of the city. Um, and we're dealing with a very historic part of the city and we're very conscious of the fact that there is part of the city there that like when when the uh, original settlers came uh, and built Limerick, they didn't build it uh, there for any reason other than the fact that it was low-lying. But now uh, as the climate is changing and the river levels are rising um, and population densities are rising, this part of the city is going to become more and more and more vulnerable and we have to respond faster and unfortunately, over time, uh, processes and uh, law has allowed a situation where, you know, appeals and delays and everything else, it, it becomes more and more frustrating for agencies like the Office of Public Works. But we are, as I said a while ago, we are an agency that has to comply with the law. 
Um, and yeah. sometimes we always don't get, you know, the process right. that we well, might well, like look, in the time frame that we would like. Yeah, I think if people see actual work begin by the start of next of year, 2022, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be something for them. We're trying to Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan. Just on, on the issue, the wider issue of COVID, it, it's a confusing week for um, listeners in Limerick because we are being told that we're going to hear about easing of restrictions tomorrow. And we know that publicans and restaurateurs are very concerned mm. about what we're dealing with. We have a health minister saying in the Dáil this week that measures are draconian in terms of the emergency powers, but still looking for them to be extended uh, to November. And then we hear someone who's hardly um, a left-wing radical, like a member of your own party, Richard Bruton, mm questioning whether we still need to have such draconian powers. And as a student of history yourself, you'll know that often powers like this, they end up staying there or creeping in in exactly this way. They don't necessarily arrive with a big bang, even though people, I think, would accept that certainly up to now there was a a rationale for Mm. them. Um, and, And then you have the COVID spike in cases here in Limerick and serious warnings about that. I mean, there's a lot there. There is, and, and running in the background to all of that, then you must remember, is a, a very successful vaccine program, um, which when we had all of the above um, the last time, this time last year, uh, we didn't have a vaccine program and we didn't have a defence line and we didn't have a mechanism to say to people that we have something to fall back on. Uh, we do have that now and we have people in their 40s and younger if they have underlying conditions through their GPs uh, being vaccinated uh, and large amounts of people and people coming out of the vaccine centres every day of the week saying it's a really good process and fair play to the HSE and everybody associated with it. It is working really well. So we do have a defence mechanism and I do think we need to be proportionate in our response. And yes, the numbers are, are worrying in Limerick uh, and I think the, the, me- the message from public health officials that they're right to be raising concerns but we also need to bear in mind what the Taoiseach said. There, is, there can be and there must be no going back uh, into this uh, yo-yo lockdown uh, because neither people's mental health, nor their economic well-being, nor their livelihoods, nor their community can sustain it. Um, and we have a vaccine programme now that is working. It is resilient. And we're, go- we're also getting to a stage where the schools uh, are getting to summer holidays, which I think has not been factored in either, and that will mitigate risk as well. Um, so I think there's a lot of questions, legitimate questions, and I think public representatives, whether you're elected to a government party or a non-government party, I think you know public representatives have a duty to question. <laughs> I did it last night, last night myself at the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party, and through to farm, you know, uh, it's it's it's. Uh, it, would, it, it never fails to surprise that the questions that I asked, you know, uh, fair play to the, the members of our party who, who are, um, you know, do what they always do, they leak. Good luck to them. Uh, it, it is supposed to be a private meeting, but there's nothing that I say there that I, I don't stand over in public. Uh, I, I would really question, you know, if a person gets a ham sandwich in a hotel restaurant and they get a ham sandwich in a non-hotel restaurant, to me they're the same thing. And we shouldn't be distinguishing in terms of the opening up um, of uh, hospitality. And I'm, that's the point I made, and I hope the Cabinet reflected my views this evening. And whatever the Cabinet decide, you know, ultimately that's their decision, and I, I, will, I will abide by it. But I think I have a responsibility uh, for people that elect me to air concerns, and Richard Bruton did the same thing last night, and other colleagues did the same thing. We also aired concerns in relation to agriculture, in relation to sport, 
in relation to a whole myriad of issues that reflect our constituents. That's what we're elected to do. Uh, and that's what we that's what we should do and that's what we must do. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for that. We'll see exactly what comes out of all of that and what the teacher says tomorrow evening about the precise nature of the next easing of restrictions. That's Minister of State with responsibility for the OPW and Limerick Finnegale T D, Patrick O'Donovan. Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.